This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm a dumb little bitch who loves to bite <laughs> dumb little shit. That's my song. I liked it. <laughs> Coming to Broadway theater near you. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and sometimes I'll be having a stressful day, and then I'll remember that I am free from all things Marvel, and I will feel my soul float and soar through the clouds like a bird of prey. <laughs> Um, I'm Tess Barker, and chocolate chip bagels are proof that two rights can make a wrong. Oh. <laughs> Controversial. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. <laughs> we got Barbara Brandy, and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out. Hi everyone, welcome to the show. Um, keeping the song. I just didn't have a joke. I I just saw that an old Facebook update, and I was like, I'm gonna make that into. A, if I guess if I don't have a joke, I'll just make it into a song. When in just doubt, take an old update. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. We have a family friend who just—it's like a tick. I don't know if I would call it a tick, but he will just spontaneously erupt into song, like every tenth sentence or something. Just like, "What are you going to eat for lunch today?" <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's just—it's quite endearing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I want to say, but I feel like we haven't talked about our Patreon for a second. So I want to say, yeah. if you're not on it, there's a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got ad-free episodes if you don't want to deal with the ads. We also do weekly bonus segments called Beef of the Week where we just talk about what was going on with us that week or what may be bugging us. Some fun debates. My boyfriend, by the way, wants to get in on his... Okay. He wants... What did he say? A beef... Um, was it Red rebuttal? Bull game? Oh, beef a rebuttal. Beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Red Bull, but a rebuttal. He's got a rebuttal beef, so we'll get him on soon Fantastic. for his piece. Yeah, um, I'd love to hear his, his piece. <laughs> I mean, that's a bold move on his part because he's going to be really outnumbered. He's stepping into the dojo. That's fine. I know. I, mean, I know. He feels like he has a, a place, okay. though. Okay. Tell, him, tell him to stretch first, but yep. okay. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we also do monthly bonus episodes. We've been doing haikus on our monthly bonus yeah. episodes. Been really fun. And, um, you know, we just riff and hang out and have a good time. It's just the three of us. So if you're interested, go over to patreon.com slash lady to lady to see what we're doing over there. And also... I, we haven't said this in a while. If you haven't, leave us a review. Yes, leave us yes, a review. Please. That always helps us. And tell a friend about the show if you, you know, want to tell about why you're always like wildly laughing by yourself in the corner on Wednesdays. Yeah. Tell them why. Spread the cackle. Spread the cackle. Spread the cackle. <laughs> That's the ca- our hashtag. Hashtag spread the cackle. Spread the spread cackle. The cackle. <laughs> so we're doing, you know, a lot of fun artistic uh, stretching yes. over there. Yes. Having a good time. So come hang out with us. We're spreading our haven't. wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're, <laughs> is that what that soaring. means? We're soaring. Yeah. We're, 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 we're doing something in a with large wings. pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just whoop, whoop, whoop around. Did you guys have goldfish when you were kids? Yeah. Okay. You didn't? Yes. No, I did, but I... I, I, I like won them at a thing. I yeah. feel like everyone just goldfish everyone are, wins uh, them. Yeah, of course. It's like, a, it's like a trick pet that you're given. And you're like, okay, well, 
Like I saw just watch you have a giant piece of poop behind you. My mom <laughs> always die. clowns on me because I had a goldfish that she was feeding and not telling me. And mm-hmm. she overheard me one day, like talking to my friend, like, yeah, this goldfish never has to eat. He eats his own poop. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I like that you're bragging. He eats his own shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. We'd all make wonderful parents is what we're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, Let's get to our episode. Oh, my God. I'm so excited that we got this lady on the show. Huge fan of her. She's an amazing actress. You've seen her in a lot of stuff. She's been in Good Girls and Why Women Kill and Fargo. It's Allison Tolman. Enjoyed the episode, eh? Ooh. Very nice. <laughs> one yet. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be a ring person. Mm. You guys. <laughs> and that just hurt to do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you gotta take off your rings before a fight or before podcasting <laughs> or before moisturizing honestly like I just started moisturizing this is really fascinating conversation uh, but I just started moisturizing under my wedding ring and like if other people wear wedding rings let me tell you do it like no one tells you to take your rings off before you moisturize your hands and I developed <laughs> like a wedding ring shaped scale under my rings test hack Question mark. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's uh, let's say hi to our guest. Oh my God, we're so excited to have her. Hi, Allison Tolman. Hello. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for inviting me to hang out with you. Yeah. Are you? How is your moisturization today? (laughs) I have not. I have not washed my face yet because you guys told me I didn't have to wear makeup to this podcast recording. Which again, I was very thankful for um <laughs> I kind of like that we should send like a pre-show uh routine if you will that is nothing basically yeah. you don't have to do shit just show yeah. up yeah. if you like as you are caffeine. literally yeah exactly if you want some caffeine go for it but honestly up to you completely <laughs> you okay so tess was talking about her wedding ring and i i'm alice i want to talk to you about a, a tweet that you tweeted that I feel like a lot of people connected with and I've thought about a lot um, where you said like, you know, on t- I, I'm saying it verbatim. I, I don't have it memorized. I'm reading it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not that weird. I'm just like, how terrifying that would be. <laughs> the lights come down. There's a spotlight. She's made a quilted pillow with yeah. my tweet on it. Like, <laughs> reading from the Twitter tomes of Alice and um, Unveil my scroll. Yes. Uh, she said, you know on TV when someone says that every little girl dreams of her wedding day? I just wanted to state for the record that this isn't true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes! Yeah, yeah, I love that. Very, uh, yeah, just... Very seen by that. I, yeah. I was watching the second season of Love is Blind and and one of the more uh, problematic characters kept saying that. And I was like... and But no, there's not, she doesn't say I have always dreamed of my wedding. She says every little girl... Mm-hmm. dreams about her wedding day and I was like I'm fucking I'm fed up with this this is not true and I think if you read later in that tweet I say like what I played when I was a kid was like the older sister who all the parents had died and then I would like pretend to play the bills and like smoke a white crayon like that's what I did when I was a, I was a child <laughs> you gotta take a load off after all that yeah like burdened myself with my siblings and was like ah, someone has to take care of these children. And <laughs> that's what I played. 
a different fantasy. Yeah. No, wait. You say, was it Shayna? I'm just assuming it was Shayna. No, I think it was Deeps, right? Deeps isn't problematic. Oh, Deeps isn't problematic. No, she's not. Um, Who is it that... It was the girl. It was the girl who had real anxiety problems. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, she she kept she kept say she wasn't prop. That relationship was problematic. I'm sure she's lovely, but I was like, I was like, oh no, that was a disaster. Yeah, for all of them, um, pretty much all the time. But yeah, she she kept saying that little girls dream about their wedding days, and I was like, hmm. No, I I I never. You're forced. You're told you're supposed to. That's always something that has hit me as well when I see that or when I hear that people have talked about that because I'm like, I don't like. I've I've seen pictures of it, but I've literally never once thought like, and then I will do this. Like it was Mm -hmm. a plan. I I will say I I did think a lot about a wedding dress when I was a kid. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. a wedding dress. Right. Yeah. But I think I mean, I, I think that makes sense if you're yeah, play you know, you're dressing up and like Yeah, I just wanted to wear I I just remember going to my first wedding and seeing a wedding dress and just being like, I've got to fucking wear that at one point. Like <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> like the high drag element of it is what yes. attracted you to it yes. the most. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I think also like I realized I don't think I went to a lot of weddings like when I was younger. So that yeah. might uh, you know, play into it as well. I feel like I was a flower girl in one and like I met to maybe two other ones that I remember, but I just didn't see very many. So yeah. Well, every, every kid's movie, I mean, every Disney princess movie ended in a wedding. I mean, that was oh, like that what we true. were, what we were fed was mm-hmm. always like, right. Once you this change is what happily ever after looks like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Once you either get legs or, you know, <laughs> a voice <laughs> mm-hmm. or like Sandy and Greece, you just become him. You, you just totally become six. what he wants. Yeah. And then you, but and he then also, just to defend Greece, he also becomes her. He does. He does become a jock. No one ever talks about that part. Oh, I think they, about that all the time. <laughs> you don't think they stay that way, do you? Like after the flying car lands, they go back to their own. <laughs> oh, I see. I think they get, I think they get abducted by aliens, and the 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 story of Sandy oh. and Danny afterwards gets very yeah. Crazy. We need to see that movie of them inhabiting <laughs> right. Mars. I'm or into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like Sandy and Danny. Actually, I can see their retirement quite well. They both like have a couple kids, but then they move to Florida and drink like way too much and are really into like Jimmy Buffett and like Sandy's anorexic. (laughs) (laughs) I like okay. Yeah, yeah. I bet there now I'm just realizing that there's absolutely Grease fan fiction out there that I'm gonna read as soon as we're done. I was always a big fan of Grease too. I thought that was oh, a, yeah. a weird because I didn't know about it forever. And then I remember watching it one time, being like, "What is this weird Cold War <laughs> Grease movie?" <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. I need to rewatch it. I remember That's being m- Michelle Pfeiffer, right? That is, yeah. Oh my god! So we were at a friend's bachelorette over the weekend, and it like kind of turned into a music video party at some point, you know, as those things will do. And we put on Gangsters Paradise, and like. <laughs> That video is so fucking funny because we all know the seminal moment of that movie or whatever is when she turns the chair around and sits down on it. Mm-hmm. The that is the whole video. It is literally her sitting turning the chair and sitting around on it 10,000 times and the video zooming in at her at different <laughs> angles in the chair and then Coolio sits down on his chair and then they're face to face, but it is 75% sitting on a chair backwards. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think like, we just weren't 
What was it about that? I mean, I don't think that was the first mainstream backwards chair sit, was it? <laughs> no, I think that was... I, I think map, it was just became the... Yeah, it was like the symbol for a mm-hmm. cool cool teacher. I'm just trying to think... Did he did he sit backwards in a chair and stand and deliver? Like I don't think that he did. Mm. I don't think so. Because oh. he was standing. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, There's probably some terrifying. teacher from the fifties that's just like, I used to do that in my classroom and I never got the credit <laughs> for turning these kids around. Yeah, yeah. This also new having generation. white a white crayon in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have cigarettes back then. Just, yeah. just white crayons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really do enjoy that they like used to promote cigarettes as a health a health item me too as a digestive it makes me think about like what are we doing now that in 20 years they're gonna be like oh my god good question everything what do you guys think it is social Um, media i think uh i think social for sure like yeah eating meat eating meat yeah yeah, for sure Mm -hmm. i mean i think uh, yeah i think cell phones are probably way more dangerous than we give them credit for yeah just because yeah. of, sleep with, do you sleep with your phone next to you? I used to. I don't anymore. Do you? I do. I know I need to stop, but I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard. It's a, to, it's it's a short story. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how those tend to go. I, I did it for like two days. You said I'm, like, it for two I'm days? so high on myself during those two days. I'm like, look at me. I'm a fucking person who doesn't bring their phone to bed. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. I got, a, I got, I have a real alarm clock and I try to like, just use that and leave it in the other room. Doesn't happen all the time, but we try, we try in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have, I don't have trouble waking up to my phone. Like I think I would wake up to it if it was a far away from me as well. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I try not to check it first thing in the morning anymore, yeah. but I do fall asleep. Like I do fall asleep getting like doing, I don't do social, but I do crosswords on my phone. Oh, like that's bad. the last thing I do. Yeah. But yeah. then it is right next to me. And I just kind of like worried about like, I don't know. The radiation waves, of it all. Waves going into my brain. Exactly. I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cause even though I don't sleep with it next to me for the other, like whatever, 18 hours, it's certainly right next to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, we're all fucked. It's whatever. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. I think we should just start um, smoking again. Exactly. Crayons, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys see everyone? Everyone go around and say crayon. How you say it? Crayon. Crayon. Oh, we're yeah. all crayons. No one yeah. says crown in this group. Crown. No. I know people said crown. Yeah. We got Where crowns. Crown. Some people like crown. to give it a crayon. 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 Yeah. Although I feel like, man, I don't know. Maybe that's regional. I'm trying to remember what I would have said growing up in Texas if we said crowns. We might have. Crowns. Yeah, that feels a, a box. Similar. A box of crowns. You yeah. just sounded really Texan. So. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what part of Texas did you grow up in? I grew up in Houston, oh, nice. um, in Sugarland, on um, the south side of Houston. Uh, yeah. And then I went to school in Texas and lived in, started my career in Texas and then moved to Chicago in 2009. Um, but my family's still in Texas. So I'm back there quite a bit. Yeah, that's cool. I love, I, I like Houston a lot. The few times I had, I had one of my best friends live there for years. It was always fun to get to go down and visit. 
Yeah. I, really, I love like the, the chaos of the neighborhoods because there's like no zoning really. So it can just be like house building, you know, like like weird <laughs> like restaurants next mm-hmm. to houses. Like it just feels like you can. So there's a surprise in every corner. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, you know, they've got great food. I grew up in the suburbs, so I, I grew up in like cookie cutter houses. Mm-hmm. But Houston's got great food. It's like a deeply like purple city, like pretty liberal sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Um, diverse. So if you got to be in a great big like city in the South, Houston's a, is a good one to be in. Yeah. I think. yeah. And you've got kolaches, right? And That's there's it. kolaches in Texas. Yes. Mm. What's that? Kolaches are like, um, like breakfast rolls that have like sausage and jalapeno and cheese inside of them. And they're Ooh. just like fully no, 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 like, hot dog sticking out the end fully encased in like a warm roll. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And then all sorts of different like sausage, potato, like it's like, you know, if you whatever you would put inside of a breakfast taco, but they stuff it taquito. inside of a full mm-hmm. roll. They're really yeah. yummy. I was uh, going to a, a show the other night and there was these ladies outside talking to the bouncer and I was kind of like trying to get in and there were these two British ladies and they were like, so we went to 7-Eleven and I got a taquito because I thought you have to get a taquito if you're in 7-Eleven. How cute. <laughs> and she's like, and then I'm like, well, now I'm interested. So I started like <laughs> listening in on the conversation. She was like, let me tell you what, I regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect story in three acts. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was like, no. yeah, ironic food is never good. I think we've discovered, we're talking about Olive Garden, not actually good, like, they're not, don't eat it. Yeah. No, don't joke around with things that go in your mouth. I've never, <laughs> I don't know. Olive Garden is pretty good. Is it? I mean, just... I've been recently and Ooh. I feel like the breadsticks hold up, but I don't think any Breadsticks hold up. The salad dressing is full of sugar. Okay. Delicious. I would mean, yeah, say salad and breadsticks, yes. I'm in for okay. it. Anything that's, else? That's all I would ever go yeah, for. Yeah. I think Babs and I were talking because we went as a joke a few years ago and I made the mistake of getting <laughs> uh, spaghetti with like marinara sauce and like Ooh. it was mm. horrible tomato sauce. And I just feel like there's no reason in this life to eat bad tomato sauce. Yeah. Was it no. super sugary? Very sugary like, and like yeah. it was basically as, as if they just opened a can of diced tomatoes and threw in some CNH sugar. Yeah. Called it a day. <laughs> That's yes. all I'm honestly more involved than I think the process is. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that the um they have like a butter vat in the back that they dunk the breadsticks in before they come out to you. Oh fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Like that's that's the key to why the breadsticks shiny. are shiny. I like a shiny food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I have a friend whose ex-husband worked there and um hated it and he would just like for his break, he would just dunk some breadsticks in and just hold them in the butter for like a minute and then just go eat them out by the dumpster because he hated working wow. all of What an house. ex-husband job to have, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dunking the breadsticks. <laughs> okay, Allison, I really want to ask you this and I'm sorry because it's nerdy, but whatever. I'm sure people have asked you, but I'm a, I really love Martin Freeman and I just want to know what it was like to work with him on Fargo. <laughs> You're a, you're a free maniac. Is that right? He's great. Is that the name of him? No, sure. I just made it up. I think there. I just made it up. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Let me know, Martin, if that's the case. Um, yeah, Martin's awesome. He's like, I, he were very different actors, like very different types of actors. He is like a, every take is wildly different type of actor, which oh, cool. for me coming as my first TV show, I was like, 
this is a terrifying thrill ride. (laughs) (laughs) What will happen? Um, But he's incredible to watch work because, yeah, he really just like is um, like just all over the map with his choices. And like I I just directors and editors must just be like, where do we even start? You know, (laughs) that's like zero in on what we want to do with this scene. Um, so yeah, he's incredible. And, uh, so you like are tend to be more like you pick the do the same thing each time or what? Is I'm pretty precise. Like I'm pretty like this seems like what the scene is unless uh, someone gives me a note that sends it in a different direction mm-hmm. or unless um, I get something very different from my act from my scene partner. You know, like I try to I try to react. <laughs> Let me tell you how acting works. I try to, <laughs> I try to stay, you know, present and be ready for whatever comes. But I, I feel like I've got a pretty good, clear, a pretty clear idea of like who the character is in any in a given right. set of circumstances. Um, yeah. Until until the director's like, what if she's, you know, scared by that? And I'm like, ooh, I love that. Let's try it. Or I'm like, I hate that, but I'll try it anyway because you're my boss. <laughs> um, I love always love getting those notes that you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Your name's great. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But you never, sometimes it's awesome and you're like, oh, well, more power to you. But yeah, Martin um, is just really varied, which is, was was thrilling to watch. Mm -hmm. And I also was like, I don't know that I can ever be that um, free. I just don't know that I uh, am built, I'm built like that as a performer, but he really was, it was incredible to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, that's also, interesting. Can I just I, say you're you're incredible in that in, in Fargo too. Like that season, oh, like thank one you. of the best seasons of TV I think I've ever seen. And like, <laughs> what a what a like insanely like great way to like make your television debut at yeah. to be like yeah. holy shit. <laughs> it's a tall it's a tall order to follow up, but I was really lucky where it started me off for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was reading how you kind of were trying to like avoid certain roles after that of like the best friend or any, why were, what was like in, you know, behind that choice? Well, I felt like, um, it, it sort of against all odds, I had like broken onto the scene in the show that had done so well as like a sort of, it wasn't, it was an kind of an ingenue um, show, but mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, I was the ingenue of this show, which is never a role I was ever considered for in my theater career that's not true a couple times but it's because <laughs> we ran the theater company so I got to, I got to pick the place <laughs> um, you know oh, and yeah. even in college I was always the girl who was playing you know the 60 year old you know matriarch of the family and things like that and so coming off of Fargo and feeling like Molly was as close to an, an ingenue as I was as I had really gotten um in many instances and I didn't want to go um from there to like the roles that character actresses are typically relegated to um, straight away. So I, I held off and said no to a lot of, a lot of things and um, was really lucky. I mean, I got to play some really interesting characters and lead some shows and um, play some roles that I think were, would not have been available to me if Molly hadn't come first. Was that a challenge? I mean, obviously that's a decision that you made, this kind of boundary that you were going to have in terms of the roles that you accepted, but were there a few moments where you were kind of scared to make that decision or tempted to say yes? Yeah. I mean, I think the first job I said no to after Fargo, I was like, Wah! Um, 
not even the first job because I said no to a few jobs, but I, the first big like paycheck that I said no to, um, I don't remember what it was now, but I remember being like, am I crazy that am I crazy that I just, that I just did that. Um, but because I broke so late, I was, you know, 34, maybe 35 when Fargo came out. So since I broke so late, I had just been like working in an office like two years before and like, you know, it wasn't like I was like, I got to make it against all. I mean, like, no matter what, I've been scraping. I finally had my break. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I can go back to doing, you know, bar prov and get my day job back if I have to. So let's like, let's not um, put all of our, let's not throw all of our chips in. Let's like play this. <laughs> let's play this right. Because like, what if it's this crazy ride that only lasts for a couple of years because of this like random show that I got? I don't want to... um say that I immediately like took the role of the funny aunt in something else, you know? Totally. And I was really lucky. I had a team, my agents and my managers that I signed on with when I moved to LA, when Fargo was, um, had just aired, they were all like on board and continue to be on board with all the things I want to say no to. <laughs> that's that's, I mean, that's awesome. important because yeah. yeah, you don't want people just being like, just take it. <laughs> like that's not yeah. No one ever no, wants to do that. They're great. They're they're wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you had I, your own theater troupe. Like you've like founded your own theater troupe. Like pre. Yeah, I in Dallas. It, it, it's always a little. I always say that I founded it. It's a little complicated because the founders were the original like five who put in a hundred dollars to start the theater company. Uh, which I was not one of those five, but I was I was in the first production and was there from the start and was then producing with them. And um, anyway, so I usually say, yeah, I founded a company, but I didn't really because I didn't put in a hundred. I should send actually I send them a lot more than a hundred dollars every year now. So I should probably, <laughs> I should be on the website somewhere. Um, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I I I helped foster this theater company that was a little baby theater company in in Dallas through its first uh, eight years, I think. And then I, um, and then I moved away. Um, maybe less than that. And they're still going. It's called Second Thought Theater in Dallas. They're That's still awesome. operational. And is it a lot of bonkers. original stuff or like what's the, what's the mission? Yeah, it's a lot of original stuff. Um, a lot of new works, old works in new ways and like regional premieres. They try to do, you know, things that are new to um, at least that, at least, you know, the Southwest. Um so have you yeah. done any theater in LA? I mean, it's so like tough out here. The scenes just, I, so I did a tiny. storefront show with some, with uh, like a friend of mine was producing this storefront show um, when I first moved here. Um, but that's the only one that I've done. And I think I've just kind of outgrown storefront theater. I love storefront theater. That's where I came up. And that's certainly what we were doing in Dallas. But I just don't think that, I think that, um, I just think it's, I just think I need a bigger house to feel, uh, to be able to be sort of lost in the, in a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that you can in a storefront theater when you're, <laughs> yeah, you're like you five know. feet away from the bathroom and mm-hmm. all that. Well, and I, and which is fine. And I, and again, I love, but I just think that you reach a certain level of like, um, you need a certain level of anonymity to be like lost in a, in a role right. in a theater yes. that's small where everyone can see each other and you can see them and they can like see the pores on your face. And I just think I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm a tiny bit too much of a television actress now to do 
convincing theater in a house that small, if that makes sense. Oh, that's sense. so interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Sense. I might walk that back later and be like, cut it out. But no, I think I've never said these, <laughs> never said these words out loud. Yeah, <laughs> lady to lady. Certainly, yeah, like, I, I mean, like doing stand up, like, it's definitely like way easier to hit your groove and like ride the vibe of the show with a big house. And especially when the lights are yeah. bright and you can't fully see the crowd than when you're in like a tiny bar show and you see every single. awkward smile yeah well and like similarly like I've avoided I've I have avoided going to plays where I'm in the audience and I know that they're gonna be able to see me Mm. right um I'll, I'll, I'll sit in the back um and just try to like be inconspicuous because I also don't want like to freak out whoever whoever's on stage can also see me I don't want to freak anybody out like no totally we did a few years ago my mom was like my mom was on a um kick where every Thanksgiving because we do big Thanksgivings in my house every Thanksgiving she would get she would like um organize something for all of the young adults which is like the cousins who are now you know grown to go do something and then the old folks as she called them would babysit all the kids and um a couple years in a row we did escape rooms and and one year she emailed us all like which one of these looks good to you and one of them was an escape room where there were people playing characters in the room with you and i was like absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) no like there is no no shame in an acting gig you get your acting gig but i don't want to i didn't want to be doing my early acting gigs and then look over and see a television actress that i knew yeah (laughs) midway through making my like $7 $7 an hour or whatever. Like I, I would just, it would throw me so much. It would freak me out. And I just don't think I'd be able to recover. Well, and I'm like, and then very on sensitive the opposite, to that. On the no, opposite end, you have the people you. who wouldn't get freaked out by it and would be act and would be like, now's my time. Yeah. I'm going to yes. really act it up. I'm going to act Allison. in your face. Yeah, Alice is going to get me cast in the new thing. And it's like, it's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I remember 100%. once doing a stand-up show. Oh my God. And like, you know, it was a cool, it was like a decently sized place, but Helen Hunt was in the crowd oh. and she happened to sit in a seat that literally had a light shining on it <laughs> from above. Like nah, she, she, brought, she brought that with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I travel with the key with light. Wherever she goes, yeah. yeah. That's just God. Um, but yeah, it was just like, she was so lit up in this crowd. <laughs> And I was just like, okay, well, oh, let's just and I guess it turned out her like her daughter or somebody was in the show with me. But, oh, that's um, cool. And everyone was like whispering in the back, like she's out there. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember doing a, a stand-up show at like a, a dive bar bowling alley that nobody was at, uh, and um, Weird Al had his birthday there, and he oh, walked my God. in during my stand-up show that nobody was at, and was like. And then he walked. He walked back out to go bowl, and I was like, "Thank you, but also, whew, okay." That was, <laughs> can I say? Oh, it just feels feels great. <laughs> okay, pretend I have glasses on. But I was doing okay. an audition yesterday on Zoom, mm-hmm. and I had my glasses on. Mm-hmm. And Hair I went down. to put on this shirt, and I was like, "Weird Al." I, I just said "Weird Al," and I walked away. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, it's no, true, I just everybody. was like, nope, nope, not the choice. Nope. Not the choice. <laughs> well, we're going to go check our wardrobe for signs of Weird Al. And uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after this. <laughs> I 
everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Allison. Yay. <laughs> We're going to play a game with you that I'm sure you'll be familiar with. And I don't think you got to do this show. Uh, so I hope you're excited to do it. It's our take on Inside the Actor Studio. Okay. <laughs> Goody. Excited. You, nervous. It's honestly the exact same, but it's called Insi- yes. Inside the Lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did Do you ever have watch the those as a kid? kid? I don't think so. I've seen, yeah, I don't think I watched them as a kid, but I watched them as a college student for sure. Oh my God. I was just <laughs> rewatching um, Arrested yeah. Development where he's like the warden and so funny. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love James Lipton. Such a it was always so choice. cute when he would ask about tattoos because his wife wouldn't let him have any. <laughs> Aww. That's so sweet. Yeah. I loved him on like his like uh, Conan appearances were always so sweet too because you could oh, tell yeah. Conan just loved him and he got he was just like I don't know why I get to be weird but this is gonna be fun for me. <laughs> so yeah, we like to play play this game when we have like you know real actors on. So actor. um, don't actors. Take, yeah, there are actors. There's no <laughs> wrong answer, so you know don't you don't have to read too much into okay. it. But right. here we go, Allison. What? Is your favorite word Catholic? Catholic. I'm not a Catholic. I just like the way it feels in my mouth. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? I had an answer to that. I'm like, I know. Actually, I, I love Catholic. that answer. It's so. Catholic. I do too. So, I just I'm not like a huge fan, Catholic. but the word itself is. It's great. It's got percussives in it. It's got that soft th in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's it good. takes you on a journey. Yeah. It really does. It does. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I've never separated the word from <laughs> from. I'm sh- yes. I don't have association so with Catholicism, so I'm able to do that. So you're free to enjoy. And I don't know when I decided that I liked that word, but I I think I was like I had been. Uh, I read that I, I don't know if you guys have heard that like cellar door is supposed to be the most beautiful phrase in English. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. Cellar door. Mm-hmm. Cellar door is supposed to be one of the most beautiful phrases in the English language. And I'd read that and was like, Oh, that's a good one. Cellar door. And I think I got on a kick trying to find what my favorite word was, what felt good in my mouth. And I decided Catholic. This is years ago. <laughs> I really, I really had waiting. an answer. You were ready. ready. You were so that. ready. Yeah. And the Perhaps. C really okay. is the cello of the, of the letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. You're doing like a French thing with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> just swirling it in the air, just taking it all in. <laughs> Let it breathe. Yeah. Okay, Allison, what okay. is your least favorite word? Oh, gosh. I mean, oh, the first word that. that comes to mind is moist, but I think that's societal. I don't think I have a problem with that word. Mm. You've just been told. I, I feel like more, I think yeah, I've been told is, I have a problem with that word. Yeah, um, yeah. I do remember when Wordle used moist, and like I People got it because pissed. I saw someone tweet. I saw someone say like Wordle. Yes, I can't, I can't believe they did it, and I was like, oh, I know what it is. That was the first time Wordle was ever spoiled for me because yes. I went on Twitter and someone was like, just no Wordle or whatever. And I was yeah, like, oh, I was like, oh, it's moist. Wordle Twitter was popping off on Moist Day. People were not fucking happy. <laughs> Honestly, I feel the same way about Moist that I do about a lot of like, I don't know, I'll use Kim Kardashian as an example of like so many people hate it that I feel like I have to kind of find something good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think of Moist, I think of like baked goods. Like it's, you well, know? and it's also like, it's a good word yeah. for what it is. Like, it, yeah, what, like what it other is. word is there? It's like a, it's, it's yeah. not like it's like it's not like it's a word where you're like we could get rid of it and we, English language would be fine like because it's not wet 
No, yeah. it's not I guess dry. Damp, damp, but damp isn't. Damp like, is different. Damp, damp is different. <laughs> no, I, yeah. exactly, I would argue that damp is less attractive than moist. I think it yeah. is. I think it is. Yeah, it's, wor- it's worse. But yeah. I just, I yeah, I, I think I'm. I don't think I hate the word moist. I think it's. I think it jumps <laughs> to my mind. I'm interested if you've ever asked me about that question that they said anything different because I feel like. That word is much maligned. It's you know? much maligned. Yeah. People say like hate is a common answer. Mm-hmm. They hate the word hate. That's what their yeah. least favorite word is the word hate. Yeah. yeah. Or Mo- no. You're a moist defender. It's a real actor answer. You you know? Know I'm <laughs> glad you guys couldn't see me roll my eyes. Goody two shoes. I do feel like I will say like I think not liking moist is kind of like how bacon was like such a bit like it's like yes bacon was a big like oh we've got bacon on donuts you know what i mean it was kind mm-hmm. of like an old fad almost yeah, uh-huh. yeah. something a new a new word needs its day yeah gen yeah. z oh. thinks they discovered hating moist and i'm like i've been hating <laughs> moist for 30 years <laughs> <laughs> it's back baby <laughs> yeah big big damp started that campaign yeah big damp. we need to talk about that <laughs> damp was getting paid off or moist yeah. whatever yeah <laughs> okay but if okay. you don't if we can go to another one if you don't have maybe a, i'll think of one sure. that i hate more yeah. than moist but again i don't think i hate moist just think about it at the end if you think what about if it I was like night, genocide. wake up and yell it into our yeah, I hate the, hate the word murder. Yes. I hate the word bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. Patriarchy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Allison, what hmm. turns you on? <laughs> Lifted. <laughs> He'd be like, it, mm, correct answer. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow that said precision? Was she the one who said precision? I can't. That's I'm such a good answer for her. That is Let me such see a good if I can find her answer. It's actually like a pretty good answer. I think it was. That Gwyneth is actually Paltrow. a very good yeah. answer. Precision. Yeah. Precision. Um, and also a beautiful word. Precision. Precision is a good word. What turns me on? Um. Precision. I can't think of anything but precision now. Um, <laughs> I think the vulnerability, um, mm. which is also my greatest enemy. <laughs> <laughs> How is it your greatest enemy? I'm just so scared of being vulnerable. I'm mm. terrified of it. But I, I think that's also why it's so uh, like attractive to me. It's something that I'm like, right. ooh, someday. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I find it fairly easy to be vulnerable, but it's almost like addictive in a way not addictive but like you're like well i already told that what else can i tell <laughs> yeah have you read about the concept of floodlighting because i've no. done i've what's that yeah mm. is that it's, helen hunt if you, you get a little get a little renee brown um mm. it's a it's like it's where you sort of like um force vulnerability like force like oversharing which i mm. have i definitely am guilty of um, for a couple of reasons so that you can like either like get all of your mess out re- early and be like, mm. see, I know you're going to hate me. So mm. you can just leave now. Mm. Um, or you can like force a deeper relationship like than is earned early on because you're like, well, now you know about all my family shit. Mm-hmm. So oh, interesting. Like, I definitely I a lot know, of this, the, yeah. know this, uh, what you speak of. Okay. Yeah. I've definitely had that done on me. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it doesn't I, feel good. It doesn't feel good. And I, no. fi- I actually find, I, I, I find that really a turnoff. Cause it, yeah. It, yeah. You can really sense when it's it not organic and yeah, I'm down to like get into it if that's the vibe. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. 
No, but it does I, I feel find, like I it's find almost... a hard time like finding that balance. I feel right. like because I am, I am, I can absolutely small talk and I, I can absolutely chit chat. But if I'm gonna like have a real like friendship and relationship with somebody, then I really want to be able to go deep with them and be like, what's up with you? What's going on? Or here's what I'm feeling. Or I had a bad day. Or I'm really, really anxious right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and but I don't want to like get that force that too uh, early with somebody because it's that's floodlighting <laughs> yeah you know i don't yeah, know of course yeah but I mean, it, but of course you want to be have relationships with people you can be yourself so yeah I think, I think like yeah it's just about finding that balance of it is fun when you have a new friendship or relationship where that does build gradually and then you're like oh here's our little tidbits of you know yeah but yeah. I think that's kind of can be part of the bizarre thing about being a creative person is you kind of do invert that relationship a little bit. Like when you're yeah. performing, you are being sort of unnaturally open with and it's yes. a very one sided yeah. relationship. And I think that's why I have social anxiety sometimes after people see me yeah. perform mm-hmm. because I can kind of feel the weird. It's just a weird dynamic to have yourself like, be more exposed. unbalanced. Yeah, it's the, para, it's the parasocial thing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I yeah, definitely. It's similar to like. Yeah, if you talk about sex on stage or something, someone mm-hmm. feels comfortable like approaching you afterwards to like mm-hmm. ask you out, and you're like, "Yikes!" Nice. Not what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah, because I feel like I am very. I feel like vulnerability is like essential to acting and to like the work that I do. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's a strange like tightrope to kind of walk. You kind of and- have to yeah put up a wall even more. I think when you do this kind of job yeah and then it makes you feel vulnerable in like weird ways when you're recognizable is very it's like a very weird thing um do you have any like weird stories about being recognized that you'd want to share <laughs> now i'm oh, like well, tell us about so that. many mm-hmm. um the number of people i've met who a number of men mm-hmm. eh, not just men yeah just people i meet who are like oh you're you're so much more thin in real life <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! Dang. I try to be like, I, do you I find try to like appropriate educate to say them? Someone? Be like, that's now. Now look at everyone on all of your screens, and that right. is the case. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and also just uh, don't say that to anyone. Like, why? Yeah, you what? just could have said nothing. They're, they just seem surprised, and also like, obviously, we live in a society where that's a compliment to be like, yeah. good yeah. news. <laughs> Yeah. I've got great news for you, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that happens a lot. Um, I had a, I, I had an experience in an airport once where a woman and her daughter were just like not abiding by like the rules of like talking to someone that you know from your from a screen, which is that they were talking too loudly. And I was like, it was the first time I've ever been nervous that they were gonna like that it was gonna like cause us. Yeah. like a stir of some kind because usually mm-hmm. someone usually it's just like a conversation between two yeah. strangers yeah but yeah. they were feeding off each other and like kind of getting louder and louder and i was a little bit like no we're just stuck at this airport gate like they weren't talking to you they're just talking to they each were talking other? to me okay, but okay. they were talking right at, they were talking exuberantly and like at a volume that was loud enough that i was like people are gonna start staring which might have been like scary to me even if they weren't even if they were talking to me about I love your you know bag or whatever right but um I was like the un the rule the unspoken rule that everyone yeah. abides by is that we can have this conversation and I'm happy to tell you about your question about you know Billy Bob Thornton or Ned the dog 
but we got to talk like cool. Like yeah. we're cool. Like we're just yeah. conversing over here. Don't get <laughs> all know. bye bye birdie on me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah. Man, I never, I guess airports got to be one of the more like, that's kind of like, it must be annoying at an airport to not have that boundary yet. Because like of all times when you kind of don't really want to talk to people. And you have nowhere to go. Yeah. You have yeah. to get on that plane. Like with You're those stuck. People. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quarantine, like pan- the pandemic, like I'll wear masks in airports forever probably yeah. because yeah. it is easier to get from one place to another. Yeah. Um, totally. I think. Well, and I, I dress for the airport the way that I dress for podcasting. Um, it's a similar, <laughs> it's a similar vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Brandy's like a cocoon. She's just like completely, you yeah. just need something where you press a button and it all like folds up. I wish, <laughs> I wish I could, if I could just rack myself in a sarcophagus and just be transported across the country, I would. that's what I'm aiming for. Like a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just want to emerge like a vampire butterfly every we're just time. Gonna start, we're going to start bringing her with us on trips like that. We're just going to cart yeah. her around. I would love it. Oh. I would love it. Yeah, I have like, I have a face mask. I have like, I have the regular mask, I have the face mask. I have a pillow. I have sunglasses. I pull down a beanie over my head. I just, mm-hmm. you do not. So smart. I, I probably look much more famous than I am <laughs> because of how covered up I am at the airport. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, speaking of face masks, I must give a quick recommendation to our listeners y'all i i invested and it was an investment in a silk weighted sleep mask and it has changed for my eyes it has changed the game completely it is i'm sleeping like a baby tucked in a cloud tucked in a fucking hot dog bun like (laughs) it's Sleep on your back? Um, I'm a very chaotic sleeper. I start out on my and side and then uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it just like it just pushes down on like my brain and gets me to stop thinking. If you have problems sleeping, I really recommend. That's fascinating. I have I have sleep masks that I, I keep one in next to my bed in case I'm like sleeping at weird hours because I'm working at weird hours and I travel with them. Mm-hmm. But I I like the ones where where it's like a tiny bra where it has like oh, yeah. yes. a cup for your eyeballs. So yeah. you can still like move your eyes underneath. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the kind, that's the kind I like. This I don't think is- I like the ones that are, I don't, I think the weighted one would be the opposite of what feels comfortable. I think I'd be like, Gah! it might be a lot. I mean, it definitely takes up most of my face. Like yeah. it's full. Shoot, I, that but- sounds nice to me. I like the feeling of like, just press it away. Exactly. <laughs> press the thoughts down. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's do let's do another one before we go to break. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, when I was young, I wanted to be a photographer. That's not really, but I I always wanted to be an actress. But um, I I did dabble in photography and always thought I would be like a photojournalist. You know. But then I found out that you had to like talk to a lot of strangers and go to like war zones and be like really, really, really vulnerable. And I was like, (laughs) good. No, no safeguards like you have when you're acting. Um, But yeah, I would have been a, I would have been a photojournalist, I think of some kind. I loved taking, I still love taking pictures, but I, my mom was a photographer and my dad, they both were, they both loved photography when they were in college and stuff. So 
I did a lot of photography in high school. I was like the historian for my school's like thespian troupe. I took like millions of pictures and in college I took um, headshots for like all of my everyone else in the theater department and would like make a hundred dollars a pop, you know, and like oh, pocket yeah. the money and spend it at, well, I was going to say Target. We didn't have a Target in Waco, uh, Walmart. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I would be a photographer, I think. I like that's that. cool. Yeah. I feel that's a, that would be such a sweet yeah. job. Like I always love wildlife photographers, you know, and they just mm. sit and, like you just sit in one place for it must be so like zen like so meditative to be like oh well, i'm gonna wait for this snow leopard <laughs> yeah right, so meditative and then so like it's such a rush so such a them. rush yeah. when they finally come yeah mm-hmm. although the one where they do the snow leopards i think in one of the planet earths they do a behind the scenes where they show you what the film crew has to go through to get that one and oh i'm my like god no. it must be ridiculous i hate being cold so much like the idea of standing <laughs> in the cold for that long that's i, I would have to be like a desert photographer <laughs> <laughs> speaking of snow leopards i can't believe i haven't talked about this yet but <gasps> the mountain lion of uh los angeles p22 who i really think we need to give an actual name to but has Me been too. spotted in our neighborhood on my block, when we yeah. were in Vegas a few weeks ago, there was a neighborhood alert that was like spotted on the corner of where I live. So it is in my neighborhood. I don't know if it still is, but it's around. P22 yeah. is around. I'm also That's a legit. P22 head. I love P22. <laughs> and I've been concerned because he's been in Silver Lake for a while. Oh, look. Oh, my God. He's here. P22 is right here. <laughs> my cat. My cat heard you talking about mountain lions, I guess, and came was like, oh. that's my cue. Oh, my well, God. Well, well. What is this baby's name? Yeah, this is Bud. 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 Hey, Bud. I love gray cats. I mean, I love all cats, but exactly. I wanted yeah. a gray one for a while. But that's we need, cool. anyway, we need to have some kind of a taxi service to get P-22 back to the mountains because he shouldn't be in I just lake. am, like, curious why, I guess I, like, assumed that they would go pick him up at some point if he was just still wandering the streets, but I think he's still out there. Yeah, he can't be, like, at the fucking Whole Foods. Like, we got to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing, like, a show in a back alleyway, and I was like, you guys know a mountain lion could just, like, show up right now. Like, it's out here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's what's going on in L.A. Oh, it's my exciting. God. That's so cute. Bud. I love him. Aww, yeah. Can you hear him? Hold on. Bud, give us some. <gasps> get a little, little bit of a yes. Oh, little Bud. I love Bud. Wait, how long have you had Bud for? Um, gosh, Bud. Uh, like five years, maybe four years. So cute. Aww. Very majestic. We are like very um entwined since <laughs> since the pandemic. Oh yeah, I'm sure that. for sure. <laughs> like. He's always been like a very snuggly cat, but now even more so. Like he's like, "Where are you going?" We're yeah. two no, hours it's so yeah. There, when we ever we go out of town and get back, our cats are like, "What the fuck was that?" They like, "What did you do to me?" Like, <laughs> How like, could you? Sorry. <laughs> okay, um, we're good. Gonna I don't know. I just think about Bud some more. We'll be right back. everybody we're back on lady to lady i'm babs i'm brandy i'm tess i'm allison and this and is bud I'm the cat bud. Bud. 
Does he have a voice? Does Bud have a voice? His, his voice, he, yes. His voice I gave him is like he's very. He's had a lot of therapy and he's like very self aware. And he's like, um, mom, um. <laughs> when you were recording your podcast and I came up and I wanted to say something in the microphone, I didn't feel seen when you ignored me. <laughs> That's Bud. Oh, I love that Bud's, Bud's going to therapy. Good for him. Yeah, he really Many knows how to, to like communicate that. his emotions. He like, looks very, like, like it. He's stunning. Yeah. Wow. He yeah, he's beautiful. Very stunning. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. So we've got um, a written in one and a uh, sound one. So let's uh, listen to the theme song. Yeah. Ooh. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Ooh, the whisper. Oh! <laughs> oh! Guys, there were two whispers. Sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Hold for it. Um, hi, ladies. I'm calling because I have a lady problem, and I have been dating this guy for about eight months now, and I just feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm not actually, like, being taken care of or, like, feel very wanted in the relationship. And I don't know if that's, like, me being too needy. This is, like, my first boyfriend, um, my first partner. Um, And I've, like, tried to communicate that with him a little bit before in the past. But things haven't really changed, and so I'm just wondering what I should do because the thought of breaking up, honestly, makes me sick to my stomach because I do really love him. I just wish that I was being treated better and, I guess, like, shown more gestures of love. But if you guys can help me out with this problem, that would be really great. And I love you guys. Bye. Mm. Oh, honey. I know. My heart just goes out. I know. Mm. And then, like, I can tell you're a very, like, intelligent and emotionally intelligent and compassionate person. And mm. you know that you're not in a good situation. That's yeah. why you call. You know, I mean, I think you probably, I think you, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, but like, you sound like you've got a certain amount of real maturity and understanding about what's going on. And it's really hard because especially your first relationship is tricky because, you know, maybe you wanted to be in a relationship for a while and, and now you're in one and you feel like, oh, you don't want to do anything to jeopardize it. Um, and you haven't had the experience of leaving one and knowing mm-hmm. that it's going to be fine and you're actually going to be so much better off after leaving. And like, you just need to trust what a good, awesome person you are. And you need to trust that there's a better situation out there for you because there is like you, this, you, this person can't be in your life. You need to end it with them. Like you, you can never ever be with someone who makes you feel disrespected or unseen. I think that I agree with you. And I think that a concept that's really helped me with, with breakups in the past, I went through a really significant breakup uh, right before um, we went into the pandemic, went into quarantine, um, where I ended a relationship of seven years. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
something that's really helped me with in that relationship and in the past with like smaller breakups is the idea that like we can't get anywhere good from here or like if I can't if I can't wrap my head around like this is not my person and we're not meant to be together um I can still wrap my head around well whatever the goal would be with this person we're not getting there from here like we're too deep in the mire of what this is Mm -hmm. and so um I we have to get out and I need to take at least a three month break um, as a reset, you know, and I would inevitably after three months of an of truly three months away from somebody where you're not talking to them and you're not on their social media, you have so much more perspective and you're like, oh, OK, I, I mean, I I've never well, it's not true. a couple of times I've gotten back together with somebody after we split up, um, but almost always after a little bit of a reset, you're, you can really see what's going on. So if you call her, if you can't wrap your head around, um, I know it's, I know that six year summit feeling. And if you can't wrap your head around mm-hmm. ending something with someone, then at least wrap your head around giving yourself, giving you and this person that you love the chance to like be better, um, mm-hmm. by taking some time apart and, um, really truly taking that time apart to, um, see how you feel. And probably you'll feel like that isn't where you need it to be be anyway and that's great that's a great way to feel but there is another side to this it's so hard it's so hard to like gear up for a breakup and to like get brave enough to do it it's really really believe me i mean it it was the scariest hardest thing i've ever done was was telling my boyfriend um my long-term boyfriend that i wanted to break up i'm now i won't i mean it was the worst hardest most awful thing i've ever done it was like ending a marriage it was terrible (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad I did it for both of us, you know? Did you, cause I feel like one of the things that can be really challenging in breakups is like this very practical matter of like, when do you do it? Like, I don't want to ruin this Saturday. I don't want to ruin this dinner. Like, and you kind of have it in the back of your head. Did you have a, a date and time? Like I'm going to do it today or did it come up organically? It came up. I let myself wait until I was like, I can't not say it. I'm dying. Like I am going to die. I'm going to crawl out of my skin. um, If I don't say right now. Um, So there was, it was a completely random day in a lot of ways, but I, yeah, picking the time to do it is super, super hard. And um, I think you kind of just got to like, let, let it, move in you and be like oh, it's time you know yeah. mm-hmm. it's never it's just really hard like you can't and I feel like I've been in the situations before where I said to myself I'm gonna do it now I'm gonna do it now and it just doesn't happen because you're too freaked out mm-hmm. and it, it will come out so I think like don't harp yeah. on there is never a good time for this stuff it just happens when it happens you know yeah so and, and we we think we can like mitigate the damage and like mitigate the mess right and to some degree you can like, maybe don't do it when you're in the car on the way home to visit his family, you know, <laughs> right. but um, yeah. also like the hardest part is, is, is jumping off the edge and everything else is going to be scary, but it actually is just gradually getting better mm-hmm. as you're kind of skiing down this slope. So, um, I mean, I think that we all listen to this call and we all, I, I feel like yes, the <laughs> foregone conclusion is like, no, babe, this is not the relationship for you. If you feel that way, it's not the relationship for you. And yeah. so that is, I mean, that's like the baseline, I think. Yeah. But um, no, you know what you want and what you deserve. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't make them a bad person. Mm-mm. 
it doesn't mean you can't you can't love them and like respect them and still want the best for them. They just might not be your person. They just might not be, or they might not be your person right now. It might not be capable of of being what you need. But if you have the clarity of knowing what you need, what a fucking gift! Like that's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you're already articulating that. it. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You just, and no one wants to do this. The, like you Look, said, the decision yeah. to jump off the cliff is shitty, and like something's got to push you. So maybe it could be this podcast. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> And do the, yeah, I take him off social, Mm -hmm. you know, block his number for a little bit, do whatever it takes, because you're going to need to, yeah, you know, that's the hard part is getting rid of that companionship, that constant communication. So Mm -hmm. that is going to be very hard. It is like coming off of a drug or something and you just need to like, go for it and do it. And it it will be better. It will get easier. You got to do a full cleanse, though. Yeah, you can't, you got to on like block them. And either ask them if you're in good enough, whatever, ask them to take like unfriend you or whatever. So you can't go see their shit and say, and you can, if you're, again, if you're in good enough terms, just say, I just need three months. Like we just need, I just need a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. This isn't permanent, you know? Yeah. You can do anything for 90 days. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like so essential. It's like a cleanse you have to do. I like yeah. that cleanse. That's a good way to look mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. And it's also not like, I mean, and I, I know she probably knows this, like none of this is a, uh, a condemnation on you in any way. Like you, you know how you deserve to be treated. It is what this person is capable or not capable of. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. they are treating you, you know, bad because there's something wrong or anything like that. Like, it's just what they are not capable of. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hard. Like you said, it's her first relationship. So yeah, when you find, mm-hmm. you know, it's so hard to even get into a relationship mm-hmm. to find somebody you even feel mm-hmm. is worth of being with that when you're faced with like, Oh, maybe this isn't the right person. It's very easy to talk yourself out of like, Oh, maybe we should be together because yeah, it's fucking hard to find someone in the first place. But yeah, yeah just know that it's, it's, you know, better for you to be out of something that you don't truly want to be in or where you're not being respected or treated the way you should be. Um, well, and I think young women are so like affected by like the cool girl, like low maintenance yes, girl yeah. trope mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when we so. get with, in our, especially in early relationships, we think like, oh, well, maybe I'm being too much. Like maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I'm trying to like Maybe I am, maybe I'm, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm like, a. am I'm not going to get this from anybody because I'm just asking too much. Um, and I just, I don't know. I feel like get into some therapy. If you like need to take a closer examination, <laughs> like if you feel like mm-hmm. you're trying to get too much from your partner that you need to be getting some from yourself and your other relationships. Like in reality, there's really no such thing as being too much. There's like truly identifying what you need and then finding someone who's going to give you what you need and anything in between is, is like kind of unacceptable it's not gonna work yeah i completely agree like it it can't be too much if it's what you want because it's what you want and like Mm -hmm. you're not ever gonna be able to change that and like again that's the trust thing of like there's so many people in this world and like just go out and live your life and just you kind of do just need to trust that you're gonna find that person that will give you what you want but you should never feel ashamed about having certain things that you know make you happier that you expect out of a relationship Mm -hmm. even if it may seem ridiculous I mean, yeah. yeah. And look, you know what? Not every man can be bud and go to therapy and be a good, cud- <laughs> it's just be a, a good very involved a good partner. Cat. Exactly. So we all want a bud and you'll Crazy. find yours. Yeah, everyone, you'll, you'll find your bud. <laughs> um, yeah, and good luck. We're here for you. You got this. 
Yeah, you got this. It's really hard, but you can do it. So many people have done it. Yeah. Okay, let's do another one. This one's written in. Okay. Hi, ladies. My lady problem is that my job is refusing to give me a raise, but has no issues tripling my workload and responsibility as half the office quits. I might have to move back in with my parents since they are refusing a raise on or more hours. I'd be fine with either and ask for one or the other, and the answer to both questions was no. Also, their training sucked, and I'm so overwhelmed. I've been with them for over three years, and they never gave anyone proper training. It's a circle. I'll ask for help, get ignored, try my best, do it wrong, boss gets mad, ask for help again, get ignored, round and round. I can't quit either, or else I've been long gone. I also don't want to move in with my parents. I haven't had any luck with a new job either, even though I have a degree and I'm very adaptable and smart. So please help a girl out. Blah. I feel like this is the work version of the last problem. I know. I, yes, <laughs> very, very much so. But yeah. she can't, like, I want to say just cut, but it sounds like she doesn't have the option of just quitting. I yeah, except you can be single for a long time and it's hard to go back to a long time. It's true. Yeah, it's true. But don't you guys think, like, there's always a way, like, why can't you quit? Like what, what I don't, I, I guess she, I don't know the specifics about her career or what the situation or how specialized this work is, but like, is there really no way for you to be looking, continuing to look for other jobs and, 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 and finding yourself? Cause this is not a tenable situation. No, it's not. Yeah. Also, don't you, can you get unemployment for a certain amount of time so that if I you, think, well, you have to get fired. fired if you're fired. So I think that's first point. I would, <laughs> My, I was going to say, they keep sending you work. I think you can just start saying, you're not paying me to, what, what's it, what is exactly in your job description would be mm -hmm. my question. Like, what exactly are you being mm -hmm. paid to do? And have that written up and then do not a moment's more worth of work. And, yeah, I think, you know, like, there has to be some kind of law against right like making someone I mean, do well, what's that, i don't know you would wish you <laughs> yeah. would hope so. yeah but i mean i do feel like there is some kind of protections yeah. most likely i don't know where you live but i would look into it just to keep track of like what yeah. am i being asked what's being asked of me what's like legally allowed to be asked of me as opposed to like mm -hmm. whatever yes. you know what i'm getting what my job description is um because maybe yeah. you have a little bit of protection if you decide to mm -hmm. i don't know if you try to quit and get unemployment are, or something also are you in touch with your coworkers that are quitting and, f and moving to other jobs like can yeah, you right, smart, where are they going? be very open with them and being like hey gonna miss you also definitely also looking to leave yes um you know really like work that network and not just not just be like sending out resumes because i feel like most jobs i've ever gotten have been through like somebody else to yes something else is Everything, there any yeah. side hustle stuff you can do on like the weekends like can you nanny on like a saturday and start saving some cash to give yourself a little bit of a cushion yeah because it feels like again the foregone conclusion here is that like mm -hmm. this is not a good company to work at and you need to get out like mm -hmm. you've yeah. given us a lot of examples of how this is yes. not a good place to be <laughs> So, but I understand that you need like an exit strategy more than you might need on bailing out of a relationship. So, yeah. um, yeah. I think all of those are good things to do to eventually get out of this job because mm -hmm. it sounds like they suck. Yeah. Cause yeah. originally I thought that, you know, I was thinking this would be a question about like, how do I ask for a raise, but you've done it. They've refused. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's going on is just, yeah, not okay. So I feel like, yeah, you got to come up with a game plan. If you're already going to be moving back in with your parents, then maybe that gives you an opportunity to maybe quit and live real slimly for a little while while mm -hmm. you look for a new job. You know, like you might just have to 
figure out, yeah, what that hustle is that you can make money for on your own for a little while while you figure out a new place. I mean, don't be ashamed either of putting it out there that you're looking for stuff, you know? Put yeah. it on Facebook, email mm -hmm. all the people you know. I've gotten so many things just from being like, you know what? I'm in a place where I need to work. I'm going to put it out there and I'll put it on yeah. Facebook and say I'm looking for work, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get random jobs and, you know, people are, they think of you for something. So I'd say don't feel ashamed of letting people know the position you're in because everyone wants to help someone, especially, like I said, you're a, you're obviously a smart person who works hard. Like everyone mm -hmm. needs that. So yeah, definitely. And like you have a shitty boss who is gaslighting you and is probably doing that thing where it like works like to be like, we're a family. And what that always means is very one-sided where they can just abuse you and abuse you and abuse you. And they expect mm -hmm. unending loyalty and response because we're quote unquote family and fuck that. They, if your boss starts yelling at you, walk away and be like, yeah. I'd like this in an email. Like just, mm -hmm. I, it's, there's a lot of um, unfortunately confrontational things to like meet these kind of things back at them because like, yeah. they, they know that they're in a power position. They think they're in a power position, but they're not. They're actually they're not. not. They're not. You have the power. Like you are the one that they're putting all the shit. This office would not run without you. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your, if, if all this shit needs to get done, your boss can do it. Oh, they don't know how to do it. All they know how to do is yell at you. Mm-mm. No, you yeah. actually know how to do things in this place and they don't. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like some jobs that, I mean, I don't know, have you ever, get yourself through, like, if you need to quit this job and get yourself through six months while you live with your parents, I don't know if you've ever bartended or waited tables or anything like that. Like those jobs pay cash really fast. If you need mm -hmm. to do something in the interim for a few months, I mean, I think this is, I would focus all of your attention on leaving this place right now. That is your number yeah. one priority. Get yourself in. Yeah. It, what's going to happen is the breakup thing where you're just going to mm -hmm. bubble over and you're going to be like, yeah. I'm fucking out because yeah. I can't handle this. Also, if you, if you are in a position where you're like, okay, well, I'm quitting, mm -hmm. that they might be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. okay, we'll give yeah. you a raise. And then you can stay for three months, take their money, and you don't owe them yeah. anything and find another job. Yep. A hundred percent. Do not feel bad about how you leave these fucks. No, That's no, what I want to no, say. No. Do not feel bad about how you leave them. Take as much as you can from them because they are doing that to you as much as they can mm -hmm. too. So just all you're doing is meeting them on their level, but coming to it with more integrity because you're just trying to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, but you know, be scrappy. Look at all your options. Like there is a way to get out. And yeah. You will, and you'll move on. And I'm so fucking sorry you're dealing with this because it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, yeah, yeah just but they suck. In general, guys, I would just like to encourage everyone listening. Fucking, you're worth so much. Just trust that <laughs> you're awesome. Yeah. Fuck the haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what about? I keep a squirt bottle on my desk for my dog when he barks during podcasting. What if you had a squirt bottle on your work desk and if your boss started yelling at you, you sprayed him a little bit? <laughs> Again, just a thought. if just we're going toward the trying to get fired lane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, just, I like it. Yeah. I like Randy's, I mean, Randy's approach is just to like blow it up, baby. Just have, some, have some fun with it. I mean, maybe not even squirt him, but like squirt the ground at his feet to be like, this is a lot. I've drawn a line. Do not cross my line. Can you imagine I'm if cleansing. you just like said a sharp no to like someone in a workplace who like was Ugh. crossing line and said no and then squirted them? Oh, you, it would be like getting a picture of the snow leopard. It would be like getting that. It would have that that singing right. adrenaline yes, feeling. It's delicious. I want you if 
I, I don't know how old you are. If you have not seen Office Space, I want you to just go watch Office Space. And oh, just yeah, good call. Soak it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of good yeah. Office revenge there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, this it. is great because speaking of gaslighting, you're, you're in a new show coming out called Gaslit. <laughs> I do. That was an excellent transition. It was. Thank you. Tell and me, I, mute, yeah, I muted us. myself and sneezed while you were asking the question and then was trans- smoothly transitioned back in and then blew it by telling you all what <laughs> nah. no, like professional. to pull the curtain back. <laughs> I want everyone to know. Sometimes <laughs> blood makes me sneeze. Um, yes, I have a, I'm in a show coming out on stars on the 24th, uh, called Gaslit, which is, um, it's the Watergate story, but kind of from a perspective of some of the, the women involved on the periphery of the story. Um, interesting. Yes. Julia Roberts plays um, Martha Mitchell. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be good. I think I haven't seen any of it. I've seen the trailer. And it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> the costumes were amazing. The hair was large. Pretty excited yes. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's coming out soon. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like all these um, revisiting of these big stories is always like interesting and seeing a new perspective. So. Yeah. It's a cool way to sort of tell stories everybody knows or to relook at history. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and where can everyone find you on social and all that? You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at um, Allison Tolman. And those are the only two that I'm on. I don't. I don't TikTok. Should yeah, I TikTok? That's... Should I be TikToking, guys? Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I don't think. What do I your agents say? Yeah. If you Save don't want to do it, only do it if you think it's fun. If you don't think it's fun, don't do it. Yeah. Agreed. You know, truly, my my ex, who um, I'm still friends with was a, in network security and when tiktok first became a thing he was like don't download that app and i was like okay and i yeah. never had because i trust him <laughs> he was like don't do it it's fishy i mean so, everyone is getting hacked know, lately like so that's maybe a good it's call probably the time. yeah probably got a lot to do with it for Not sure tiktok on this phone baby uh-uh. <laughs> yeah i have my tiktok burner phone but it's just <laughs> Just it for that and nice. drug deals. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be nice to have a phone that just that this was my social media phone, and then I had like my other phone with my other thing with oh, all of my actual phones. Oh, that's stuff. such nice. a good idea. That is, yeah, a, that's a good call. I think some people. I mean, I know a lot of social media people do have various phones because they just put their film on one phone. You know, mm. oh. that makes sense. But so. then you could like put it in. A, I've started locking my um, social media apps for like between certain hours a day. Mm. Man, that's cool. It's great. It's life changing, yeah. right? Yeah, I it just really don't have is Twitter nice. on my phone, and it really changes. Yeah. I've taken it off in the past and put it back on again, but I just have them all turned off between the hours of like ten and five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's think it's wonderful. so interesting how much I find that like my appetite for them is so much smaller after being mm-hmm. away from them. Like once you get the drug a little bit out of your brain, you're like, Meh. yeah, it yeah, is. It's I like drug brain yeah. addiction. I don't have as much. It's like so much less than it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I recommend that if anyone's interested, yeah. if you're thinking about I mean, it, keep the podcast app on your phone for sure. Yes. I, um, yes. Podcast, <laughs> listen to podcast us. app is on Amazon. I got to like be able to like very quickly order laundry detergent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That is honestly, can I say my worst probably habit lately? And this is about bringing your phone to bed. As soon as I'm getting ready for like bed, what my brain starts to do is go, oh, these are, this is what you should buy. So I sit, <laughs> in, I sit in bed and I like shop like 
not every night, but close. And I don't always yeah. buy the stuff. I'll, I'll like, you know, put stuff in the cart and then maybe put it down. But my that's what my head's doing lately is it's yeah. like, you know what you need. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I yeah. have that Buy too. some Absolutely. shit. Yeah. And sometimes you do just need to buy it because it's like this itch you got to scratch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got a real scratchy. It's been a real scratchy itch up there. <laughs> well, Allison, is there anything else you want to shout out or anything? <sighs> nope. Just shout out to therapy. Everybody go to therapy. Yay. Love that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Get a bud. Go to therapy. Get yourself some <laughs> bottled serotonin if you need it. Do it, baby. What are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Gaslit is my Gaslit's my next big project. And um, yeah, that's what I that's what's that's what's out right now. So or soon. Awesome. That's what's going on for me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this Hell has yeah. been so much fun. Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. It was nice talking to y'all. And Bud yeah. is, well, he's right here. He says oh hello. Oh, thanks, thank you, Bud. Bud, you're amazing. <laughs> um, I ladies, I just wanted to say thank you for your time this morning. It was really nice speaking with all of you. Um, <laughs> you give great advice, and I just find you all so inspiring. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Bud. <laughs> Honorary lady. What Sweet a dream. boy. Such a good boy. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. Um, I heard <laughs> my call um, earlier on an earlier podcast, like a few podcasts ago. can't remember which one, but... Um, I'm like, ew, is that what I sound like? I remember you guys talking about hearing your voice is a weird thing. Um, I just, um, oh yeah, my name is Justine. Um, I'm from San Diego. Um, I love you guys. You helped me get through my day. And, um, Brandy, I, <laughs> I think I've said, I said this in the last voicemail. Um, I'm a Pisces just like you and I definitely, relate to you on the revenge plots and <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um Tess, I am definitely loud um <laughs> like you and um I love Britney Spears, always have since I was a little girl, obsessed. Um still obsessed. Um Babs, you're hilarious um all three of you are just so funny and you help me get through my day and it's kind of like I have a friend in my pocket and I hope I get to see you guys live someday I don't know if you guys are um gonna be going on tour or anything um yeah just wanted to tell you guys thanks and I appreciate you and yeah have a good day keep up the good work love ya bye Hi, ladies. This is Arlo. I was the person who recommended the Raccoon Restaurant to Brandy in Omaha. I was just listening to your most recent episode with Daya, and you guys were talking about songs that are about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and you completely neglected to mention the song by 90s kid superstar Rafi. It goes like this. A peanut butter sandwich made with jam. One for me and one for David M. Oh, a peanut butter sandwich made with jam. Stick, 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 stick. I know which is good and which is bad, but the best which that
pot was a peanut butter sandwich made with jam. Yum, 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 yum. Really hope I just unlocked the core memory for you 90s kids. If not, just totally embarrass myself. Either way, I just had to get this out there. I love you ladies so much. Thank you for all that you do. You're the best. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.